Luke chapter 6, verse 43. For no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. The evil person out of the evil, out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Uh, you all can have a seat. Uh, children, when I say children, teenagers, youth, can go with... Uh, Yeah, that guy. All right. How are we doing today? Oh, wow, you convinced me. Well, uh, I'm kind of beside myself, literally, because Bobby's not, not here. Bobby finally, hey, don't, don't tell him I said this, but after being stubborn for how long, he finally is going to get his shoulder and neck checked. They're doing an MRI right now, um, literally, like right now at 11 o'clock in Cleveland. So um, keep Bobby in your prayers. And I know that there are others uh, that have medical things going on. I know that uh, Ben is having surgery this week. So keep Ben in your prayers. Um, and I, I mean, I could, I'm sure that there are others that have stuff happening, uh, real stuff. And when I say stuff, I'm not trying to minimize anything. I just, I don't know everything because uh, there, there's a communication uh, barrier between you all and me for some reason. Uh, this is where, uh, I, I don't know, maybe I'll get, let me get up on my, my soapbox a little bit. I don't know how to pray for y'all if you don't communicate with me, <laughs> okay? So uh, talk to me, please. I'm not, I, I don't bite hard. Uh, <laughs> I, I promise I won't look at you and say, well, that's a stupid request. Well, I, I'll try. <laughs> no, I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't do that. Especially after today, you'll be like, well, wait a second. From out of the, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks there, preacher. Um, but uh, anywho, no, seriously, though, I, 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 want to, uh, I want to open that door. I, I've been trying for seven years now to get everybody to, to come to me with their problems. I don't have all the answers. I just want to help where, where I can, and I can't help if you don't talk to me. So, just saying. So, let me climb down off the soapbox and let's get in the good stuff. Um, Luke chapter 6. Uh, whew, this is a fun one today. Last week, we, we talked about how, how Jesus was, was uh, talking to his disciples. And as he was talking to his disciples, he was uh, making some um, pretty clear uh, statements. Um, even though the, the vision of some of, uh, of the, the disciples may have started to be clouded, we don't know. But he says you need to make sure that uh, you have good, clear spiritual vision. And the way in which you have that, we, we talked last week. It's up. That's another, you know, a side note. Uh, sermons are... Back up on uh, SoundCloud now, so if you missed last week for some reason, you can uh, catch up on there. But this week, um, we're going to talk about some, some uh, illustrations which Jesus, Jesus uses. He uses uh, this, uh, uh, this thought, this, this uh, example of a tree. Um, and uh, now, I'm, I'm not implying that we're all trees, but I think that we can definitely understand what, what Christ is talking about here. Because he starts out after, remember, 
Remember the context of what's going on here. He's looking at his disciples, and he's already said, uh, you, you need to help one another, but make sure that you're, you're doing something on your, your own uh, for yourself as well. He's, he, he's basically saying, don't be a hypocrite and, po- and point out everybody else's sin and not do anything about your own. Right? I mean, that's kind of a condensed version. That's a cliff note version of what we talked about last week. Um, and, and this, he, he goes right into kind of, I, I believe, a little bit of a, explaining that a little bit deeper. Because he says, uh, for no good tree bears bad fruit, nor uh, again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its fruit. Uh, I, I, after uh, uh, reading that, I, I'm, my, my mind goes to uh, good fruit. Wh- who, who likes fruit? Who has had um, the, the Rainier cherries that they've, maybe they just invented them, I don't know. I, I just found them for the, the first time th- this year. The, the Rainier cherries, they're, uh, um, they're expensive. I mean, they're, they're like six bucks a pound or whatever. So uh, you, you get them, you and your wife, you eat them, you hide them from the kids. Um, well, their palate isn't developed enough to, to, to really taste that right. It's not, it's not right. No, I understand that. But we can justify anything away, right? Uh, so, uh, but uh, I'm thinking of this good fruit because good fruit is, is, is uh, enjoyable. Now, if I were to take a, a, a cherry or an apple or a pear, whatever kind of fruit you guys like, and it was kind of moldy and had a worm or something in it, um, it would not be very enjoyable. Definitely not as enjoyable as it would for the good fruit. I, I think what Jesus, how he's uh, explaining this here, how he approaches this, is very clear um, in, in the, the, the picture that he's painting for the, the people this time. It's an agricultural people. It's an agricultural picture in which he's painting here. So when he's talking about good fruit and bad fruit, they knew exactly what Jesus was saying. He says, and, and I get this, you're gonna, at one point here you're going to say, I get it, preacher, move on, but I'm going to say it anyways. For no good tree bears bad fruit. Okay, so what he's saying here, a healthy tree is not going to produce bad fruit. And I like how uh, when looking at this, I again go simplistic here. I ask the question, what is fruit? Because a lot of times, I, don't, I know that a lot of times what we do is we end up taking words for granted and we don't really think about what they mean. So just me and my, my, my thought process was like, okay, let's see. What is fruit? So I, I, I didn't, uh, well, I did. I'm sorry. I, I succumbed to Ogre's uh, Google mindset, and I Googled it. Definition of fruit. And the definition of fruit is a product of a tree. Okay? Pr- pretty simple. It's a, it's a product of a tree. So when, when Jesus is talking about this product of a tree, I, I'm thinking about this. Okay, okay. So when a good tree doesn't bear bad fruit, then a bad tree doesn't bear good fruit. The product of that tree is going to be displayed for everyone to see, right? And that's what Jesus is saying here. He, he's making it very clear to his disciples that what you um, are displaying to everyone else, this is your fruit. This is what, what, what people are seeing in your lives. This is your fruit. So uh, a product, what, what does that look like? What's different a little bit in, in, in everybody's life? We're going to talk a little bit about some specific fruits in a minute. But what we need to understand is when Jesus is addressing this, he's saying, okay, the products of your lives, this is what everybody is seeing here. Now, is it good fruit or is it bad fruit? 
Now, you, 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 can't, you can't in and of yourself say, well, I'm producing good fruit because um, who is the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the one who identifies the good fruit? Who identifies what's going on, the, the fruit in which you're producing? Uh, uh, other people, right? I can sit, stand all day long and say, I'm XYZ or I'm ABC or LMNOQOP or whatever. LMNO. QOP. <laughs> if Jake was in here, they were having fun. I mean, I'm having trouble with letters today. Um, but I can say whatever I want, but what is, what is true is what is being displayed. And Jesus here, he's, he's making this very clear to his disciples. He's saying, again, don't be hypocrites. Okay, if you're saying this, you need to live this. He, say, he says here, now, um, for each tree is known by its what? Fruit, but there, there's something that comes right before that. Own fruit. Own fruit. Well, okay, what's the big deal about that? Well, I, I think it's important because what, what can happen um, in, in uh, the church world is that um, we can uh, kind of project uh, our faith onto others or we can kind of get on the coattails of somebody else's product and try to just tag along. Or what we can do is we can uh, identify, our, have our children identify with, with our fruit. And, and what, what I think is, is um, paramount at the end of the day is each tree will be identified or is known by its own fruit. All disciples of Christ are to bear fruit. All disciples, not just some. Not just the mature ones, not just the baby ones. All disciples of Christ are to produce fruit. So Jesus here, and he, he makes this clear, there is, there's two types of fruit in which you're going to produce. It's the good fruit and the bad fruit, okay? The good fruit and the bad fruit. What, what is the determining factor in the good fruit and the bad fruit? Well, I, I think he, he continues uh, to, to explain this a little bit a little bit deeper, he, he goes and says, uh, for figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, and, uh, nor are grapes picked from a, a, a bramble bush. He, he makes clear that you can't be something that you're not. You, you can't, uh, you, you've heard me say this before, you can't fake the funk. Like, and if we're going to say, I'm a disciple of Christ and you're not, well, you're not going to bear fruit that the disciple of Christ bears. So here, Jesus is making this perfectly clear, and, and I'll say this. Uh, empirical evidence, you know, evidence you can see, um, uh, that, that you, can, you can put your eyes on. Empirical evidence makes it possible to give a very accurate analysis of what kind of tree it is. And not only what kind of tree it is, but its condition. You can look at a tree. Miss Stephanie's sitting over. She's probably the most knowledgeable in this class when it comes to, uh, or this class, I'm sorry, this, this whatever, work class, whatever. Students, um, but uh, most knowledgeable when it comes to something like this, probably. But the, you can look at a tree and you can say, um, that tree's got issues. Just by, just by looking at it. Well, that tree's not bearing fruit or it's not producing what it should be. Well, that's visible evidence. I, I, I think that, that, that Jesus is very clear that when we um, are disciples of him, there's going to be visible evidence. See, he's going he's gonna to tell you, right? <laughs> visible evidence. He's going to say, write that down. When, when there is visible evidence, what we, what we need to do, everybody check their phones now. Uh, <laughs> I don't have mine with me because I'm sure mine's probably ringing. Um, this visible evidence is, is what is seen by others. 
here's, here's something that, as a side note. Um, I, I think some church, and I, I can't speak for all churches. I know that in, in, in some that I've been um, uh, associated with, you know, whatever, uh, this, this idea of works, because some people say, well, the, the fruit is works, and, and um, works doesn't get you into heaven, and we can't focus on doing works, because if we focus on doing works, then it kind of takes away from the faith, and everybody tries to earn their way to heaven, and well, the problem with that is that Jesus says that we're to bear fruit, which is an action, like a work, okay? And, and Jesus' little brother says that, that, that faith without works is dead, so Think about this. If we say that we are a good, healthy tree, but we're not bearing any fruit, are we just kind of lying to ourselves? Misleading ourselves? I mean, what does that look like? I mean, how, why, why would we sit there and why would we say, I'm a good tree? I've got good fruit. And we have to convince somebody of that. Jeremiah, really, I am a loving person. <laughs> I'm really loving, right? No, I, I, if I've got to, if we got to, to, to do that and convince someone of the fruit in which we have, it's probably not the fruit in which you think you have, or maybe it's not the fruit in which you want to have. Maybe you really want to be loving. Well, that's fine. That's great. But the fruit inspectors are those that are viewing us. And hear me, this is not going back to what we talked about a few weeks ago about this is not judgmentalism where people are judging us and, you know, they're holding us. No, 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 no. We're to view one another to help the growth. If I've got a bad apple hanging on my branch that's got some disease in it, I want somebody to identify that to we can get that out of there because that's bad fruit so it doesn't spread to the rest of the tree. So when Jesus is saying it, we've got to be aware of this. So, I, as we, we look at this, I, I was thinking about some things. Like, why does a, uh, why does a tree produce fruit? And, and I'm sure that those of you that are, have greener thumbs than I do, because I don't have green thumbs, sometimes black and blue when I use a hammer. But, um, <laughs> true, I've even passed that gene on to my, my oldest daughter. She worked with my dad the other day and came home with her thumb all taped up. It was all, I, I don't know if she hit it or my dad hit it. But, um, <laughs> but a tree produces fruit for what purpose? I thought that the two men, and, and again, I didn't Google this one. I was just thinking about this. I, I was thinking about it. And I'm thinking, one, for food, right? But also to multiply, to, to produce seed, to, 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 to reproduce, so, so think about this. If we're going to look at this, there, there is um, great reward or, or there's great, uh, uh, um, I don't want to say satisfaction because that's not the word in which I want, but the, the, there's a reason why we need to produce fruit. Not just because, and I'm not saying that because, I mean, it's a bad thing because we should produce good fruit because that's what Jesus wants us to, but what we need to do is our fruit has purpose, some of your fruit, if it's good, it's, it's, it's encouraging others. It's feeding others. Maybe you're, you're able to, the fruit in which you're bearing, that someone else is going to be able to see that and, and pluck from your tree and, 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 and uh, chew on your fruit, and it's going to encourage them. It's going to nourish them. At the same time, it's to, to multiply. It's to spread. It's, I mean, I, a guy once said that we're supposed to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus, you know, right? So the, the good fruit, this is what it does. 
And I think that another thing that can be a misnomer is just having fruit alone is not the good. Just having fruit alone is not just, that's just not good. Because think about this. What good is good fruit if it's not shared? Right? You can have an awesome looking tree there that has the choicest of fruit and just, that is awesome. But if no one's partaking of that fruit, what good is that? We want to, as we are producing fruit, we want people to say, wow, that's good. Now, again, I'm not saying that what we need to do is we need to, you know, walk around with our chest poked down, look how good my fruit is. No, but you need to, when somebody comes to you and says, hey, man, can I have an apple? Yeah, here you go. Here's a bushel of them. Or an orange or a pear, whatever it is, the, the, the mental image you have in your mind right now of fruit. Me, I'm still in the Rainier cherries. <laughs> um, but what we need to do is we need to be sharing that. We need to be sharing that fruit. Because if we're not sharing, <laughs> uh, I can't say that. Um, if we're not sharing, all right, I'll say it then. If we're not sharing that fruit, that just makes you fruity. I know, that was kind of lame, right? But think about it. If you have all of this fruit and you're not sharing it, what do you have? You just got a stockpile of fruit. you just fruity. And what's going to happen is it's going to rot. And it's going to mold. And it's going to then uh, draw the nastiness in. Jesus, he, he says um, that we're to have good fruit. And that comes from a good tree. I, 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 had, uh, I, wrote, I read this this week, um, which some of you are going to get mad at me. I don't care. But I like this because it made me look, it made me look at, at myself here. Uh, one theologian said that there's a dang squeaking in here. So, thank you. One th- he didn't say that. <laughs> it was that, that church mouse. <laughs> one theologian said, let it be settled. Do I need to move back? That, uh, here, how about that? One theologian said, he didn't say it three times either, he just said it once. Let it be a settled principle in our religion that when people show no fruit of the Spirit, they do not have the Holy Spirit within them. Let us resist as a deadly error the common idea that all baptized people are born again and that all members of the church have the Holy Spirit. One simple question must be our rule. What fruit do people bear? Do they repent? Do they believe? Do they believe with their heart on Jesus? Do they live a holy life? Do they overcome the world? Habits like these are what the scripture calls fruit. When such fruit is lacking, it is profane to talk of people having the Spirit of God within them. I know that that's that's a harsh, it seems like a harsh. Um, a statement, but I, I think that w- w- if we don't understand that statement, what, what we have a tendency of doing is we accept everybody inside of the church, oh, they're born again, and we just take for granted that everybody knows Jesus. And what's going to happen is if we, if we take for granted that everybody knows Jesus and just assume this and we're like, we're not, and we're not vis- visibly seeing fruit, what, what's going to happen is, is there's going to be a time we're going to be standing in, 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 in front of God on judgment, and somebody's not going to be there in which you uh, thought was going to be there. What do you mean? He sat three 
pews, I almost said pews, three chairs rose in front of me. He was there every Sunday, or she, was, did, she worked in the nursery, or she did this. And, here, here's the deal. I'm not saying we'd be judgmental. Again, no judgmentalism. But what we need to understand is that a, is that a good tree bears good fruit. That's, that's that self-assessment that we, what we need to have. You can't fake fruit. Are, are, are there, or is there fake fruit out there? Absolutely. You go to Shannon's favorite store, I'm sure you can find it. Walmart, for those you didn't know. I'm sure, I'm sure you can find it there. If not, you go to Cleanest favorite store, which is Michael's. And I'm for sure that that's there. Fake fruit. Is fake fruit appealing to the eye? Yeah. But it has no worth and no value, no substance, no nourishment in it. It can't make, it can't reproduce of, of itself. It's just fake. With this, understanding that, that fruit is the, the product of the, the tree, what the, what the fruit reveals is the nature of the root. Just think about that for a second. The fruit reveals the nature of the root because if, if each tree is recognized by its fruit, it's being recognized by the nature of the root. The root's where all the nutrients and everything comes and it goes out from there. I'm not even a plant person, but I know that. I know that if there's a weed um, in my yard, not if, there are many weeds in my yard, that I need to pull it out by the root. I got to get the root out. If you don't get the root out, it's going to manifest itself again. It's going to come back. Fruit reveals the nature of the root. And Jesus, I think, goes on into saying this a little bit even deeper in verse 45. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. And the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Again, as I was looking through this, I'm like, okay, what is treasure? And we're not pirates. Arr, you know, me booty. No, but it has something to do with that, right? Treasure is, is a valuable object. It's something that, 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 that you've ascribed worth to. I, I, I'll leave it a general statement because I think everybody treasures something a little bit different. So the, the question is, what, what, what do you treasure, right? Because Jesus, he, he's saying here that good, he's talking about good trees and good fruit and bad trees and bad fruit and we're known by the fruit and he goes right into this, uh, this good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good and evil produces evil. I think there, there's, there's this, um, there, there, there's a, uh, um, a comparison here. He, he's drawing a line between the root and the heart. Jesus here is saying, what good are you putting in? Because if you want good to come out, you got to put good in. Everybody has heard the garbage in, garbage out, right? If you put garbage in, garbage is going to come out. And that's not just food. That's not just beverage, that's not just whatever. I mean, it's, it's everything in our lives. Now, here's the deal. I'm not going to stand up here and say, you've got to abstain from everything in your life. No TV and no food and whatever. I don't know. It's we, everything. No, we, there's things that we need. 
But what we need to understand is we don't need to um, fall into the trap that we can put garbage in and somehow God miraculously makes it into uh, good stuff and it comes out good. It's, it's akin to me, and I always chuckle when I do this, if I take the kids or something to uh, McDonald's, because my wife hates McDonald's, every once in a while I get a craving for like a Big Mac or something. You take the kids to McDonald's, you get a Big Mac and a, you know, a large fry, and uh, some people get a Diet Coke because they think it offsets it, but uh, it doesn't. <laughs> but if you get a, a big, fr- uh, you know, Big Mac and a large fry, and then you pray. Father, bless this food to our body for the nourishment of this meal. And I chuckle because I'm thinking, God, take this greasy, nasty thing and make it good inside of me. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's just ridiculous, right? Why, why would I think that, like, in, in my body it's going to turn into apples and oranges and pears and, like, nourish? It's, it's not. But a lot of times we, we do that with the things we listen to or the things we watch or the things that we do. We think that, oh, I'm oblivious to, to, to this you know, type of program or that type of music or this type of company or w- whatever. And, and all we're doing is we're falling into the trap of the devil because after time, it just wears at us. Because if we're putting garbage in, garbage in, garbage is going to come out. And, and a lot of us, if we were to stop and think about and, and view the, the issues and the problems and situations that we're having in our lives, we would be able to see that, well, maybe there is a, uh, a connection to what I do here or what I watch here or what I listen to here or who I hang out with here. You know, th- those are things that you need to address on a personal level. We, we all have to, to, to look into that and we have to be willing to bear fruit in those, to repent, to, to change the way in which we think about something. Things have got to change. If things don't change, you, you can't expect change just to happen. That's called insanity. Doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and expecting it to come out different. It doesn't work that way. Good fruit is bore. You know, good trees bear good fruit. And Jesus here, as he's saying this, he's talking about the, the, the treasures that we have. A, a good indication. I love how he talks about it. He, he says, okay, the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure of his heart produces evil. And then he, he, he gives a, 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 a for instance. That's what I, I think this is. It's, it's a for instance because he says, for out of the abundance of the heart... His mouth speaks. If you ever wonder what's in your heart, listen to what you say. That, that, that's a hard thing sometimes because, and, and, and that's a, it's a, it's a fine line. I, I'm not saying listen to somebody else because here's the deal. Some people try to say the right things at the right time. But if you want to be honest about this, listen to what you're saying. Listen to the conversations and, 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 and the, the communication that you're having. Because out of the, the abundance, the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Am I putting good things into, your, into my heart? Well, are there good things coming out? Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, well, no, I'm, I'm not here. I'm not here to judge all that. If, if, if you want to bear good fruit, Jesus has given a, a little bit of a litmus test here. What you talking about? What? What are you FaceTiming about? Or not face, what's it? Facebook Live. That's my new thing, right? If you guys haven't seen it, I'm figuring it out and it's going to be awesome. Um, but what, what, are you, what are you putting out? What are you doing? What, what kind of things are people seeing? What kind of things are people hearing from you? Now, I'm not saying that we have to you know, walk around and wonder what he's saying or wonder what she's saying about me. 
No, because the, the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter what anybody's saying about you if you're doing what God wants you to do. He's the one that matters. If you're doing what God wants you to do, the things that people are saying about you, like, hey, look at that holy roller. You know, those aren't bad things. Those are compliments. But if we try to succumb to what the world has put out, the standards of the world, we're not going to live by the principles of God. Here Jesus says if we want to understand this, that we just got to look at our speech. What's coming out of your mouth? I ask myself that same question, and I ain't got this. I, I, I got to keep a tight lid, and I got to make sure that I'm aware, and I have to put more and more and more and more in because I want to purge out the bad stuff because it's, it's an ongoing thing. The things we say reveal what's in our heart. Our words are the most direct communication of our inward being. When a man's conversation is ugly, his heart is graceless and unconverted. If his speech is carnal, he is carnal. If it is worldly, he is worldly. If it is godless, he is godless. It is, it, if it is profane, he is profane. If it is mean, he is mean. I liked it when, when I read that. I'm like, yeah. Our words reveal what's in our heart. Nah, and again, I don't think this is just behavior modification. You like go and, okay, watch what you say. You know, you can't say that around Preacher Lee. No, it's not up to me. It's what are you saying when no one else is around? That integrity. When no one else is looking, well, God is. But when no one else is looking, what is coming out of your mouth? What are the thoughts in which you're having? Are they all focused on you or are they focused on him? Because at the end of the day, I'm sure that everybody sitting in here would want to have good fruit. No one wants a moldy, ugly, worm-infested apple hanging on their tree. No one wants half their tree, like, dead. No, they want to have this vibrant, life-giving tree. Here, as we, we see this, Jesus is using the, the fruit and, the, and the, 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 the good treasures and the heart and the, the, this root, and he's bringing this all together, and we, we see that the source of life, what the life source is, where we get our, our nourishment is from the root of the tree, but it's from our heart. What are we putting in here? So, as, a, as we look at this, we can, say, we can ask this question. What's an abundant heart look like? Or what, what's abundant in your heart? Is it good fruit? Well, I don't know what good fruit is, Lee. Okay, hold on a second. Let's give, I'll give you some examples. Turn over to Colossians chapter 3. Because I, that, was, that was a question which I had as I'm like, is there a way I can just like tell this is good, this is good, this is good? Well, let's just let the Bible speak for itself. This is not an extensive list, but I think that we can get some good ideas of what good fruit um, looks like or what good fruit is. Look at uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. We'll read through uh, 14. He says, the, the Apostle Paul here says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved... So, wait a second, who's, who's, who's he talking to? Church. The church, the believers. He's talking to the, the believers, the disciples here. So, he's saying, okay, put on then. So, sensuous, right? Sensuous, a disciple. Sensuous, a believer. He's saying this. This is what you're to put on. You know, the, you holy and beloved ones. This is what you're to put on. Compassionate hearts. Kindness. Humility. Meekness. And Patience. Okay, I can stop there, and, and, and some of us are going, mm -hmm. yeah. 
dang, I got some moldy fruit. He goes on and he says, bearing with one another. Wait, you mean I got to put up with people? And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. So, so hold on. I, I've got to be compassionate and kind and show in humility and be meek and be paid. And that's some tough fruit. Yeah, it's like the Rainier cherries. It's expensive fruit. But it's good, right? He goes on in, in verse 14. And above all these. So what's most important here? Put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. So if we're going to ask, okay, what is good fruit? These are just some things. These are just some things that we can look and say, okay, are these evident in my life? Man, if someone's looking at my tree, is this the fruit in which they see? That's all a poet and don't know it. If someone's looking at my tree, is this the fruit in which I see? Now everybody's going to be saying that the rest of the day. <laughs> Put that to word, to, to music. We'll dance that one out. <clears throat> if we want to know what the good fruit is, we got to go to the good book, right? There's another one. God makes it perfectly clear. And it's not that he gives us these the, the standards in which to live by that we can never attain to. No, he gives us the standards in which we live by, and he's given us the power of the Holy Spirit. He's given us the spirit that lives inside of us so we can. Don't ever think that you can't. Because you can. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, you can. And, and, and that's where, where uh, I, I love to reflect many times is in, the, in the, the things that I can't do. Because the things I can't do, he can't. I emailed myself uh, last week because um, no one else is emailing me. So <laughs> I had to have something, right? I emailed myself and I said, make a list of all your weaknesses to show his strengths. Like, Wow. That was good. <laughs> man, I, I responded to that email. I'm like, man, this guy is good. Yeah, humility, right? I mean, <laughs> work in progress, bro. I'm trying, I'm trying. But, but it's, it's understanding that when we are weak, he is strong. But if we act like we're not weak, then you'll never be, never be strong. You're going to be walking around in your own power and your own, how about this? I'll just say what it is, stubbornness. I got this. No, you ain't got nothing. God's got this. That's what we got to keep telling ourselves. Do we have responsibility? Absolutely, we have responsibility. We need to make sure we're fertilizing the tree. We make sure we're good, putting good stuff. We're making sure that we're, we're, we're pruning what is dead off of the tree. We're putting good in so we see good coming out. The heart and the root. The heart and the root. That's where it all takes place, the heart and the root. Notice when, when we're talking about fruit, we're not talking about a period of time in the growth. We're talking about the finished product, like what is being produced here. It takes nutrients. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes a lot to do that. If we're talking about the heart and the root here, I, I, I love how the Apostle Paul um, continues on when, when we're looking at these, these different good fruits here. He continues on and, and he answers the question, what's abundant in your heart or what should be abundant in your heart? And what should be abundant in your heart if you're a believer in Jesus Christ is this, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Period. Okay? 
period. Well, I can't. No, 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 no. Don't, I can't. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Just try that. But the situation, no, no. But I did, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Not, not minimizing anything. But just see what happens, what, what God does when you just rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Jesus overcame Satan's sin and death. He, he sits victorious on the throne. Let your heart just rest in that peace. The burdens in which we have, well, I got to do this and I got to do that. Well, wait a second. I'm not saying that we all be lazy. No, but let our hearts rest and let the peace of Christ just rule our hearts. If the peace of Christ rules our hearts, the fruit that's going to be produced from there is going to be greater than you can even imagine. Because when the peace of Christ is ruling your hearts, that's when God is working in you and can do the most work through you. But it's, it's got to be when we submit to that. Let him rule in your life. Don't just say, you're on the throne, Jesus. No, let him be on the throne in your life. Because if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. You've heard me say that before. Let him be Lord of your life. He's got it. He can handle this. I, I, I put out one of my, one of my uh, Facebook thingies that I put out there was a little teaser for today. And, and it, it all comes down to this. It's your life is not defined by your circumstances. Okay? Think about that. Your life is not defined by your circumstances. Your life is defined by the condition of your heart. When we accept that, that's freeing. But that puts a huge responsibility. What is the condition of my heart? What do I, what do I need to get rid of? What do I need to put in? All of that. Which leaves us with this last statement. I'll be done. Maybe. What's visible on the outside makes visible what's on the inside. What's visible on the outside makes visible what's on the inside. So think about that fruit. That's what's visible on the outside makes what's visible on the inside your heart. Don't try to convince someone that you love Jesus. Seriously. Because if you're trying to convince someone of that, there's something wrong. Because they should be able to see that in you. What's visible on the outside makes what's visible or makes visible what's on the inside. Let's pray. Our Father, God in heaven, Lord, we love you. God, we thank you. Lord, we do ask as we've uh, just opened your word and we've seen the, the, this, um, the, 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 these parabolic messages that you've given us, the, these, these messages that, that uh, we can look at the, the tree and, and say, I'm the tree. I need to have good root. I want good fruit. Or, 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 or my heart, I, I got to put good treasure in my heart because I want good to come out. God, I, 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 need to, I want to, to make sure that the words that are coming out to uh, those around me are pleasant. God, the way we talk to you, the way we talk to our husbands or wives, the way we talk to our kids or our sisters and brothers or parents or whatever, God, that's a reflection of what's in our heart. And God, let that abundance show good treasure that's in our heart. Lord, we need help with that. Lord, it's only through the, your spirit 
that we can live a life that's producing good fruit. Lord Jesus, we love you. Father, we thank you. Spirit, we ask that you continue to stir in, inside of us. Lord Jesus, we pray all this in your beautiful name.